January is turning into February here soon, and we are getting down to the end of basketball season in northwest Arkansas in the River Valley. Got a lot of exciting games to recap this week on Prep Rally. You're listening to the Prep Rally Podcast. Now here's your host, Graham Thomas. Welcome to the Prep Rally Podcast, sponsored by West Termite Pest and Lawn. Graham Thomas with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. I'm joined, as always, in the studio by my man, Rick Fires, Leland Barclay, with us in the River Valley, as always. And, gentlemen, we had an exciting night of basketball last night, January 30th, uh, the final Tuesday in January. And I want to take a different route this morning. You know, we normally start off with the 6A West. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start off with what I believe was the biggest game of the evening last night at Charles B. Dyer Arena in Alma where the Alma boys took control of the 5A West. And, you know, the crazy thing is this game wasn't even supposed to happen last night, but by happenstance and with the snow and ice and, you know, winter winter Armageddon, I guess, that we've had here this month, uh, we did have it last night. And our guy Leland was there uh, as the Alma Airedales come away with a two-point victory over the Van Buren Pointers in the, in the Battle of the Bone basketball edition for Crawford County. Leland, how was it last night over at over at what I think is the nicest arena in the area? Obviously, a great venue, packed house, uh, very noisy, great student section from both schools, great pep band from Alma, and uh, and on the court it was just as good. Sixty to fifty-eight was the final score. Alma's first victory over Van Buren since two thousand and twelve. You know, Alma got off to a great start. They led eleven to seven after a quarter. 26 to 19 at the half. Then they reeled off uh, after uh, Van Buren scored to open the third quarter. Alma reeled off 12 straight points. Three pointers by Kamarni Smith, uh, Miles Kendrick, and Camden Curd, and then a three point play uh, by Miles Kendrick. And uh, boy, Alma looks like they're cruising 38 to 21 with. Uh, you know, just three minutes gone in the new half, and it looks like Alma's cruising. Uh, and then Alma was assessed a technical foul. Van Buren closed the quarter, uh, getting within 46-39, and then Van Buren was within uh, 55-52 and 57-55 late before Alma hit three uh, free throws to go up 60-55, to and then Glavin McDonald hit a three-pointer with uh, four seconds left, made it 60-58, to and Alma hung on. For the for the victory to stay undefeated in the five A West. Wow. So I mean, I, the Airedales are. I think it's no no uh, stretch to say they're in the driver's seat right now, and I, I'm just amazed by a lot of things here. One, I, as I said, as I interrupted you earlier, I'm amazed that's their first win against Van Buren in, in two, since 2012. Because if you think about Alma basketball and and the standard of excellence that Stan Flinner had in that program for all those years, I just would have thought they would have gotten Van Buren in between that, you know, because Stan's not been gone too long. But two, well, and and Alma had some good teams during that time, they sure but they did. also dropped Van Buren from the schedule when they weren't in the same conference there for for a few years. Not a fan, uh, not a fan of doing that kind of thing, but you know that's another. Well, story. but uh, but Alma, you know this team. We knew this team was going to be good, and I, I thought this team was going to be the favorite going into the year. Or I guess maybe behind Russellville because Russellville got off to such a great start. 
Well, uh, and I, I've gotten to see Alma a lot over the last several years, too, in, in covering the 5A West League. And, you know, they have it, – it's not been a good few years for Alma. I mean, it, it just – quite frankly, they've, they've not had a lot of, uh, of conference wins and have missed the postseason. And, uh, but, but, you know, these young kids have grown up, and they are a force, Rick Fires. But – um, how was the crowd? I'm assuming they're the great crowd. And the thing about this arena right here, it's unique in that when you walk in there, it's like going that long hallway. It's like Gaslight Village, and you're going to something special. You're going to see something great there. So I'm assuming uh, with the little rivalry there that now it's back on, tell me a little bit about the crowd. The crowd was fantastic. It was loud throughout. Both student sections were great. Yeah, uh, and, you know, we, we knew it'd be a great crowd because Alma, again, you know, in first place, Van Buren did lose on Friday night uh, at home to Russellville, but Van Buren was still in second place in the conference. So this was for the top spot in the conference in the final game of the first half of the double round robin schedule. So we knew it was going to be packed. The weather was, you know, the gr was great. So uh, nobody had to worry about any of that. It was it was everything that it was uh, hoped uh, for and uh, was billed and and hyped up for. What a great rivalry this is! I mean, the football rivalry is really fun because they play like on a Tuesday night or a Thursday night sometimes. And you know, I in a way I'm kind of glad it did get moved to a night where not a lot of other teams were playing because it really has allowed us to kind of. Uh, yeah hit on it and um just just a lot just a fun rivalry i mean um before i moved up to northwest arkansas i never even heard of an airedale or a pointer i'm not really a dog <laughs> guy so um but uh cool mascots what a you know great arena like rick said um they really take care of you at alma it's just a, a fantastic place to watch a basketball game um we're going to change over here to the 6A West from the last couple nights. So, um, oh, man. So, let, let's start with uh, Springdale Harbor, uh, Bentonville West. Not really much of a competitive game. Harbor was all over Bentonville West from the very start. And they're kind of starting to get back into form of, of what what we what we know they are. Um, Bentonville West has been playing really good basketball and – and, you know, Harbor was just really good uh, last night and, and clobbered the Wolverines. Rick, you were at the Bentonville High, Springdale High game at Bulldog Gymnasium. And, um, you know, we have in that game, we had a team, the Bentonville Tigers, who had really not been playing well themselves. They come up with a huge win against Springdale on I, Springdale's I, home floor. I, I, I say it a million times. I say it again. Sports is the ultimate reality show. I was expecting Springdale boys to, you know, whip them. And it was just the opposite happened. Uh, Bentonville came in there right off the bat. I think uh, they took a 22-13 lead in the first quarter. You kept waiting for Springdale to come back, come back. And they did a little bit. But uh, uh, Isaiah Seeley had a good game, but nobody else. And um, just credit Bentonville to go in there. And I've seen Bentonville, you know, uh, not have good game. But, man, a lot of credit. They went in there and spanked Springdale High solidly. And uh, so, so good job for Bentonville Tigers. That's what you like about this, uh, this league, this time of year. Maybe a couple teams down at the bottom 
but one through six, oh, right, right there, man, that is a tussle every night. Just to just to contrast that, uh, on Friday night I saw Bentonville High play at Springdale Harbor, and the game was close. It was like twenty six twenty two in the second quarter, and I think it ended oh sixty something to twenty nine. I mean, it was a you know the, it just the the lid went on the basket for Bentonville, and there was nothing more they could you know they couldn't score. So to see Coach uh, Dick Rippey's team kind of rebound, it's good to see because, you know, we thought they would be one of the better teams in this league. And But, you know, as we said, Leland, this league is tough. You, you never, you know, you really can't quite predict which way things are going to go. And you know, I think the Bentonville team is a good example of that. Well, and two, you know, again, 16 games as opposed to 14 in the past. So it's just a, and I know that's only two more games and they play those two games. Most of the schools do before Christmas, but still that just makes it even more of a grind. And I think it also sets itself up more also for, uh, you know, the occasional either upset or let down by teams. Yep. yep. Another, uh, Really good game last night was over at Rogers Heritage. Uh, the Rogers Heritage boys uh, defeat the Rogers Mounties in overtime. Um, and I, you know, the girls, the Rogers girls beat Rogers Heritage. And um, what's happened there is you've had both those two teams split in about five days. They played Thursday night in a makeup game because of, of, of winter weather. And they played again last night. And, you know, the, it's just been it's been a split, and so one of those teams probably needed to, to sweep to kind of improve their playoff chances. Now they're kind of back where they started. But Paul Boyd was there at that one last night, and that's a good win for Rogers Heritage. They needed it. Um, they were they had been struggling a little bit in conference play, and that you know that might get them rolling a little bit to make a playoff push here. Yeah, it's a good thing, you know, during football season, we do our little video about our picks, Rick's picks, and you make your pick. I'm glad we don't do this for basketball because I'd be like 18 games under 500. <laughs> uh, you just uh, – on a Tuesday or Friday night, and now with Saturdays with the makeup games, yeah. um, you just don't know how these games are going to turn out. And, and that's, gr that's great for high school athletics, I think. Oh, and last but not least, I want Leland to, to give us a little bit on the – the south side, north side game from last Friday. I mean, you're talking estimated about 1,800 fans in yeah. there, a full house, uh, another overtime thriller between the Mavericks and the Grizzlies. Um, and, you know, they've, they've, they've split this series for the season. And, I, you know, as a basketball fan, Leland, I don't think you could have asked for much more than that. Oh, it was it was a again a packed house, great atmosphere, uh, great student sections, um, a, a second overtime uh, game between the uh, Grizzlies and Mavericks this year. I mean, again, it was really and truly to see Northside and Southside in that game on Friday night, and then turn around and see the Van Buren Alma game on Tuesday night, and the way it was, wow. you're spoiled. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it was just a. Amazing. And Northside prevailed on on uh, Friday night. Uh, Marco Smith, 23 points, eight rebounds, two blocks. Uh, he was he was uh, he was probably the difference in the game. But Northside had four players in double digits. Um, you know, and again, a uh, a tremendous three pointer at the buzzer by Southside's Lee Prince to send the game into overtime. 
So uh, just a thriller there, and it keeps uh, keeps North Side and and South Side, you know, kind of battling back and forth for uh, maybe that final spot in the state tournament. Yeah, we we've had so many overtime games lately. It's like that Buffalo Wild Wings commercial. You know, when the game goes <laughs> into overtime, it goes into overtime. Yep. Well, right. and, and for the get this for, in the boys game or in the girls game, that was Ricky Smith's fiftieth win over Southside. Wow, that's a lot of wins. All right, guys, uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll look ahead to the 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 game slated for Friday night, and um, we'll uh, we'll go over everything you need to know about. This is Prep Rally. If you're enjoying this podcast, consider a newspaper subscription to the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette or the River Valley Democrat Gazette. We have a special offer for our podcast listeners, so visit nwaonline.com slash nwapodcast to get started. You can also click the subscribe button on our websites, nwaonline.com and rivervalleydemocratgazette.com, or call us at 479-684-5509 and be sure to say that you're a podcast listener. Now back to the show. And we're back with the Prep Rally Podcast, sponsored by West Termite Pest and Lawn, Graham Thomas, Ricky Fires. That's your full name, Ricky. Ricky Lynn Fires, and, not Richard. And Leland Barclay. Um, so, uh, guys, uh, let's let's look ahead to the the Friday night games this week, and um, the, uh, I think we're going to kind of start off with a really big girls uh, matchup between Fort Smith Northside at Springdale Harbor. Um, Northside is out in front, and been, they're playing really well. They've got one league loss. And, you know, Harbor has been, as Coach uh, Kimberly Jenkins says, they're, they're like a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're up here, and then sometimes they're down here. And you've seen – you've talked to her when she, both ways, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen them play really, really well, and I've seen them play not so well. And um, so that's going to be at Wildcat Arena on Friday night. And, um, you know, having seen Northside, I, just my personal opinion, I think Northside is, is the, the team that um, looks the best and plays the best and – you know, like you said, Leland, they've got they've got Ricky Smith on the bench there wearing his coat and tie, and that's the old school approach. I like it, and they're a really good team. Um, they've got a tough assignment though going to Wildcat Arena on Friday night. Oh, absolutely! In fact, if you look at their whole schedule, uh, you know they play they they had their their open week uh, on Tuesday night of this week, and now they play seven straight nights, and four of those are on Fridays and all four of those are away and they go to Harbor, to Bentonville, to Fayetteville the next three Fridays. Uh, so this really starts a gauntlet for them. And yeah, you talk about, um, you know, how good Northside is. Uh, but you know, they led Southside just 13, 11 midway of the second quarter on Friday night. Now, obviously that's a, a rivalry game. Um, so, you know, everybody, uh, you know, those kind of games can go either way. Uh, but, but still, um, yes, Northside has the lead at the halfway point, but I, uh, I still think, well, obviously there's still a lot of basketball left to be played 
And the schedule does not favor Northside uh, over the next uh, seven playing dates. Hey, if, if anyone can navigate it, though, our man Ricky can. So um, a, a game I'm really excited about because I've not been to the new Mountie Arena at Rogers High School, but I'm going to head over there for Bentonville West at Rogers on Friday. Uh, Rogers Heritage is playing at Bentonville. And Springdale is going down to Fort Smith, uh, excuse me, Fort Smith Southside. Our guy Walter Woody will be at that one. A big, big game for the um, for the Springdale boys. They need to get, you know, back on track, and yeah. Southside can say the same. So that'll be a that'll be a tough one there. Um, Leland, you'll be Russellville at Greenwood, and the main event there is going to be the girls' game. You know that you you were at the the Greenwood Russellville contest in at Cyclone Arena the first time around, and um, Boy, that was a, a heck of a ball game. And, uh, you know, going to Greenwood, though, is a different deal. We'll see how the Lady Cyclones respond at Greenwood. Well, it is a different deal, you know, playing at Greenwood. But, you know, Russellville's coming off a a 72-43 to 43 win that. over Mountain Home on Tuesday night. Over so, the newly ranked number one ranked Mountain Home team. Yes, 72-43. <laughs> to 43. Uh, and of course now Greenwood, Russellville and Mountain Home are all six and one, but the next two Fridays it's Russellville at Greenwood and Mountain Home at Greenwood. So, you know, there's a situation where I think the, the, the schedule probably favors Greenwood getting both of those at home, but you know, in that first Russellville game, uh, Greenwood was out to an 18 to three win or lead, um, in the first six minutes of the game. Russellville outscored Greenwood each of the next three quarters, forced overtime, and took a lead in overtime before Greenwood was able to win. So, you know, Russellville's a very good team. They start five seniors, three of which are three-year starters. They have, I think, probably the best inside player uh, in the conference in Ely. So, uh, And they have guards that can handle the ball, and they can shoot the three. So that's I think that's going to be the game that determines – the conference championship. I got to tell you, Rick Fires, my sources in Mountain Home tell me that Mountain Home was missing two starters last night. But I say all that to say, um, in that league, I don't bet against Clay Reeves. Now, he may have they you know they dropped one at Mountain Home and they they didn't play, they didn't finish the game at Russellville like they had liked. But something just tells me Clay will have those lady dogs ready to go. On Friday, and you know when Mountain Home comes back, you better believe they'll be ready for them too. So, um, and I still have Greenwood ranked. I'm not going to share my my poll, but I I uh, I still have them really highly ranked in Class Five A. Uh, they are really really a good basketball team. You know they're going to slip up here and there, but um, you know Greenwood uh, should be a should be a good a good night. Uh, it, for girls basketball. At but, uh, look at basketball. No, everybody's going to have a lapse here or there. You're going to have injury or there. How many undefeated teams? Isn't it rare to have an undefeated team in, in basketball? I mean, in football, you can do it. But uh, I don't think there's been too many undefeated teams the last few years. Yeah, it's, that's really hard on such a long season. Yes. Um, on the on the 5A West boys' side, um, I think Alma's got, got a little bit of a trouble game coming up on Friday. they got the Harrison Goblins rolling into town. And Harrison's starting to get healthy. They're starting to find their 
their you know stride a little bit. Remember, this is the team that won the conference championship last year and had nearly everybody back. So, um, you know, I, I have to say that I just I feel like the Airedales need to watch out for the for the Golden Goblins on Friday. Oh, absolutely, and you know, uh, Coach Dominic Lincoln even said last night as big a win as that was over Babyron. Uh, you know, they, they're, they're not going to take very much time and patting themselves on the back because they do have Harrison coming to town. And this is like a three game homestand for them because of the makeup game against Van Buren that was moved to this Tuesday. You know, they got the big win over mountain home on Friday, then Van Buren last night. Now they host Harrison and, you know, the first five games of the conference season, Alma won by 11, 11, 13, 13, and 15. So they really weren't tested. They won those games pretty handily. Then they beat Mountain Home by three, and now Van Buren by two. So they've not only been able to to win, you know, those first five games impressively, but now they've won two close games in a row. And I think they're just they're on a roll. But you're right, Harrison. You know, they started conference season zero and three. Now they're four and three. So they're going to come in with a lot of momentum as well. Yep. And you know they they kind of start got off to a tough start last year and ended up. You know, tie in Salem Springs for the conference title and took the number one seed. Um, how about Salem Springs? It's been a tough year. The, both those teams were really good last year at the top of the conference on boys and girls. Uh, both of them are winless right now and a little bit of rebuilding, but they'll host Mountain Home on Friday for homecoming. Um, a couple other just games to mention. Uh, West Fork and Bergman boys, that'll be Friday. Gravit girls at Prairie Grove. That's a that's a tough one, uh, and then Shiloh Christian Huntsville a lot of uh, on the boys side, but there's that's a that's a big game. Uh, they're both fighting in that number four spot, and then Saturday Rick fires Ozark Catholic at the new school. You know, against Mother Nature doing her magic, they were originally scheduled uh, I think about a week eight ten day, to have that on a Saturday night at the new school in uh, in Fayetteville. Um, I think, uh, thank you for that assignment. Looking forward to it. I haven't seen a game yet at the new school, so I'm looking forward. And those are Catholic, and that is really good. It, people, just because it says 1A or a lower class, that's good basketball. Wasn't it a couple of years ago, the teams in this league, three or four of them had 30, 30 wins. So with County Line and new school, Ozark Catholic, uh, uh, that is really good basketball. Looking forward to seeing that. Well, and there's so many games that we didn't even you know, hit on there. But there's there, there's just a lot of good basketball in this area. So there's, you know, go out and get you some, uh, get that basketball fix in. So we are going to take another break. And when we come back, we'll, uh, we will unveil our top five of the week. Stay on top of all Arkansas Razorback sports with a Digital Plus subscription on the Hogs Illustrated app. Get complete Razorbacks coverage in one location. Your subscription gives you 20-plus issues of Hogs Illustrated magazine, the most unique and compelling coverage anywhere in the state, plus total access to all the content on wholehogsports.com, including breaking news, commentaries, analysis, features, recruiting, award-winning photos, and premium message boards. Subscriptions start at just $17 per month. Join the Hog Sports Network team at subscribe.waco.com. That's subscribe.wehco.com. Or call 479-684-5509 to get your front row seat to Arkansas Razorback Sports. Go Hogs! Hey, 
And welcome back to the Prep Rally Podcast, sponsored by West Termite Pest and Lawn, Graham Thomas, Rick Fires, and Leland Barclay on the scene, as always. And uh, guys, we're going we're gonna to jump into the top five. I'll start us off this week with the Northwest Arkansas High School girls scene. And I'm going to start off with your new number one team in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette overall rankings, your Farmington Cardinals. They're really good. 26-1, and 11-0 in the 4A1 conference, and just mauling people. I don't know if they've played a close game in a long time. Uh, what a good, what a good uh, team Brad Johnson has over there. That's number one. Uh, number two, I, I just keep going back to the Springdale girls, keep winning important games. Heather Hunsucker, you know, is has got to be the coach of the year at this point. I mean, she's just done a tremendous job. Uh, what a complete turnaround! And uh, you know, Rick Fires has has mentioned it. You know, in in his story today, um, not a one of their players is is very tall at all. When they roll out five, it, it's just you know, it's they're going to be outsized almost every time. If you walked that gym, you saw the two teams walk out on the court, and you said, oh, that Bentonville team in black right there, they're going to whip them little girls right there. Just the opposite happened. Uh, uh, Heather Hunsucker goes, create chaos. And that's exactly what they did. They frustrated uh, Bentonville. Bentonville's trying to get the ball inside. Get the ball inside, uh, Hall- uh, the uh, head coach was saying, get the ball inside. But uh, they tried, but these little girls would strip it, uh, steal it, uh, knock it away. So, man, they're just real fun to watch. They're like a bunch of gnats. I'm <laughs> sitting outside in my backyard, and I got gnats all over me, and they bother you. And that's what Springdale girls are. I, I do want to give a shout-out to the Bentonville girls at, at my number three spot here. Uh, they did get a big win at Springdale Harbor last Friday. It was a physical, tough ball game. And uh, it was it was homecoming night, and Bentonville girls won a really good ball game. And that that six day West Conference girls, you know, from from one to five, maybe even six at times, is just really really competitive. Um, I saw Gravit girls uh, had five players score in double figures in a win against Gentry last Friday. Yes, Brooke Handel had fifteen, Bren Roman fourteen, DeLacy Wishon twelve, Alexa Parker twelve. Keely LC 11. So I've seen Gravit a few times already just from having covered their Christmas tournament. They've got weapons. They've got a lot of options. And, Rick, I don't know that they're on Farmington's level, but they're right below Farmington. They can make a run. They've got the pieces. Coach Will Pittman um, has done a great job over there, and they can they can make a run in this 4A uh, playoffs coming up. I, I had that game, and that you know they it was homecoming that night because they switched it around. They come out these girls come out in the pretty dresses, and boom, when they get out on the court, five play. I mean, they were so balanced. Everybody they put on that court because you know they beat Gentry, the really good team too. But man, those Gravit girls. I mean, when you got that balance scoring like that, it's a uh, Pick your poison. Who are you going to guard? So uh, watch out for Gravit as we move forward. And you got story time that night. That was, oh, I that love was story fun. time. Huh. And then my last one uh, for for the Northwest Arkansas girls. I you know Rogers and Heritage both you know found a way to split that um, that two game series that took place in a span of five days. That's tough. You know that's that's tough to to play that close together. Uh, both the Lady Mounties and the Lady War Eagles won. Uh, on the road for uh, Rogers Heritage won at Rogers, and Rogers won at Rogers Heritage. It's fun, 
uh, just fun to keep up with that. And this is a bonus. Uh, this is a very super Ooh, busy, super busy prep weekend. the The state indoor track meet is going to be Saturday out there on the U of A campus, and then uh, I believe Rogers is hosting the six A dual state wrestling. So we'll have uh, Paul Boyd will be out at that, and our guy Henry will be at the state track meet for indoor. And that's all I've got for top five. So I okay, I'll go. You sure, you go ahead. To, you just talk about your number one for uh, Farmington Girl. You know what? We got a, n- a new number one in uh, Arkansas's largest classification, and that's your favorable Bulldogs. My goodness, uh, favorable one. Uh, they won at uh, Southside last night. They're twenty-two and two over at ten and zero in conference, and they take over the number one spot uh, just a few days after a home game. They honored the. A football team that finished 13 and 0 and won state champ. So Fayetteville High School really got they got a good girls team. They have really got it going. They got that new um, athletic center over there. Uh, volleyball is excellent. Uh, basketball, of course, football. So I uh, starting right there. Your new number one in class 6A, the Fayetteville Bulldogs. I always want to mention um, um, the new school. The new school, they beat County Line in overtime last at 52-48. That sets up the Saturday night showdown that we mentioned. New school is going to play Ozark Catholic on, on Saturday in Fable. So uh, the new school, 28-3 uh, overall, 11-0 in conference play, according to our paper, which I know has got to be correct. And um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Uh, never been over to new school. Um, Rogers Heritage, you, you, you talked about that game earlier. Rogers Heritage beat the Rogers no time. And here, this is what decides game. In the last minute or so, they made seven out of eight free throws. And they're going to put you on the line. And, you know, that, that's where your practice and repetition at the free throw line and doing things right in practice, that, that's when that pays off right there. And then again, i got to go back to the Bentonville boy. That, that was an absolute stunner uh, to me. Because, you know, I was covered a game, and, you know, I tried to cheat a little bit. Uh, I said, well, you know, and, and the Springdale boys, I said, delete, 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 delete. Because uh, Bentonville just went in there, took it right to them. That's a huge road win for Bentonville that's been up and down a little bit. But they, they can take that win at Springdale and uh, um, use that momentum going forward. So good job by Bentonville Tigers. All right. Leland? I'm going to start off with Annabelle Perry of Paris, 96 points in three games last week for the Paris Lady Eagles. As Rick Fires pointed out, uh, is the uh, one of the players of the week. Uh, And then Allison Edwards of Mansfield had 20 points and 18 rebounds in a 43 to 21 win over Lavaca to keep the Lady Tigers unbeaten in 21 games this year. Now I'm going to go strictly rivalries. I'm going to start Friday night, north side, south side, the Battle of Rogers Avenue, of course. Marco Smith, 23 points, uh, eight rebounds, three assists, and three blocks in north side, 76-68 overtime win over the rival Mavericks in a rematch of the Battle of Rogers Avenue. And then in the girls' game, uh, Ariana Gooden, uh, you know, we've heard her name a few times. Uh, 19 points, eight rebounds, four assists, three steals to keep the Lady Bears on top of the uh, 6A West Conference. From Tuesday night's games, um, 
Israel Towns Robinson of Alma, six of 10 from the floor. He was in, unstoppable inside, 14 points, eight rebounds, and Alma's 60 to 58 win or, over the rival pointers. And before that, the Lady Pointers put four players in double digits. They hit 12 threes in all. Uh, Vi Johnson and Hope Odin had 12 points. Aspen Cohn and J.C. Odin, Odom had 11 points. And it keeps uh, Alma or Van Buren, uh, you know, in contention for that uh, in the middle of that conference behind the big three vying for that fourth playoff spot. You know, we didn't mention Van Buren girls and Alma girls much. Um, Van Buren girls got off to a great start, and they have, you know, kind of had some hard luck here, but that was a good win for them last night. Absolutely. Like I said, you know, it keeps them in that hunt for that fourth spot because, you know, and we've known all along that Greenwood, Russellville, and Mountain Home were the, you know, the, the, the best three teams in that conference, and it's proven to be that way the first half of the season. And now it's uh, it's jockeying for position because in you know the 5A West and the 5A state tournament, it's four of the eight teams that go. So that uh, every game is going to be vital uh, for Van Buren in that second half of the season. We talked about Northside schedule having all those Friday night games in a row. Well, Van Buren goes on the road every single Friday night of February. Was that your was that your complete list? I I, I yes. lost count. Yep. <laughs> All right. Yep. What you got, Rick? You know what? Uh, a lot of people talk about March Madness. Is it because hey, a March Madness mattress sale? March Madness this, but hey, we're moving into February. I love February. I call it frantic February. That's where you're trying to fight for position. Then you got uh, you know regionals coming up and district coming up before you get and at the end of the next month this. Starting tomorrow is February at the end of the month. Then you got the state tournaments going on. So, uh, people, if you like a athletics, instead of sitting at home watching uh, Wheel of Fortune or something, get out there and watch some of these great athletes. And these, uh, you're, you're going to be entertained. It doesn't cost very much. So, get out there. Well, on that note, uh, I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. And, uh, folks, you can listen to Prep Rally at nwaonline.com. You can watch it on YouTube or listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, thanks again to our sponsor, West Termite Pest and Lawn. And uh, check out the River Valley the River Valley Report for more in-depth uh, coverage of, of the games that Leland's been, uh, been uh, discussing on this podcast, with, along with photos and video and all kinds of fun stuff that he puts on there. And uh, we'll look forward to joining you guys again next week. We love you.